The Big Issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Hello everyone, welcome to Leadership Podcast. It is yet another edition of The Big Issue. I hope you had a very wonderful weekend. And of course, the big issue for the day is President Muhammad Buhari's refusal to act on the Electoral Act Amendment B and matters arising. With me here in the studio to take on the big issue, our in-house analyst, Chibuzo Kaibe, and Sunday as well. Well, we'll be expecting a guest. Of course, our guest for this big issue is the Director of Civil Society Legislative Advocacy, CISLA, Awa Musara Sanjani. While we wait for him to come up, we go into the big issue of the day. President Muhammad Buhari has refused to act on the Electoral Act Amendment Bill it was passed by the National Assembly recently. The President has neither assented to the bill nor communicated back to the National Assembly. So it seems. And of course, we have different reports suggesting that he may have signed it. Some reports say he has returned it back to the National Assembly. But the controversy is, why will the president keep back his assets to a bill, a very crucial bill, that borders on the life of the country? It is the electorate, especially as 2023 general elections approach. President Buhari was expected to sign the bill before the deadline for the signing of the bill expires. But the president has kept more on the bill, keeping Nigeria guessing what should be the next line of action. This is even as the National Assembly members have threatened to override the president's faith. Well, um, Isuba, I think I'll have to start with you. Why has refused to sign this bill into law? What do you, what, what, what do you think would be the reason for the president's uh, 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 lackadaisical attitude? So I may say, because they have, we don't know his mind, whether he was going to sign or he will return the bill. Well, at this stage, I'm confused uh, to why the president has not made known his intention. Nigerians concerning that uh, particular bill. This is somebody who has been crying for many years about electoral fraud. He even cried one time in 2011. He cried. He cried and even said that he will not contest again. All because the electoral framework was not good. But at the end of the day, he came in as a president in an election where an improvement was made, even without a law backing it up. I mean, the, the electronic, uh, the use of the card reader. You know, that card reader made the election to be a bit more transparent, and he emerged president. So a lot of people expected that, okay, this man haven't suffered so many alleged, oh, Yes, it was allegation because he has never proven that in the court of law. But we expected that this man should have, you know, quickly signed this bill. 
But in 2018, when the Eighth Assembly, you know, woke on this day, and his excuses by not signing it was that it came late and that there were some errors in the bill. These are errors that can be corrected. Anyway, but he said that if the National Assembly can work on that day and send it back to him, that he is going to sign it. But that, that bill, he can't sign it because it was too close to the 2019 uh, general election. And he didn't sign the bill. And this present assembly that is dominated by the old progressive Congress and a national assembly that is believed by Nigerians to be working harmoniously with the executive. In which some other people are even calling them Robastan. You know, it means that they are in the same page. The president has refused to, or he has not communicated. Let's not say he has refused to sign it because the deadline expired yesterday. Since the bill was submitted to him on 30th November, and it is expected by our law that the president acts on it or make his intention known to Nigerians concerning the bill within 30 days. 30 days expires yesterday. Today is uh, Monday. We are yet to hear any communication from him concerning the bill. But I don't think Nigerians should be worried. If the National Assembly is serious about improving the electoral process, because the National Assembly have the right to override his veto. Since the president have the, 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 the right to veto it and he refused to act on it, the National Assembly have the right to override him because it is there in the Constitution because we have seen in the places of uh, NDDC when the National Assembly passed that bill, sent it to the president under uh, Obasanjo, he didn't act on it and the National Assembly, both the House of Representatives and the Senate sat and got, got to that from both chambers and it automatically became law. Today we have NDDC. NDDC is of the same process. And I believe that if the National Assembly really want us to improve, if, if they want our elections to improve, then they should make sure that by Tuesday, both the House of Representatives and the Senate should, should make sure that they go to that and make this electoral bill a law. Because many believe that this bill will improve our electoral process. Thank you very much, said the president. The man cried. Even between 2003, 2007, 2011 election where he lost and was saying that the election process itself is flawed. Now, there are, there are laws in place to make sure that we remove some of these bottlenecks and some of these fraudulent uh, uh, processes in the electoral process. The president came back to the country last night. Yeah, despite the importance of this very crucial bill to the electoral process, especially when the electioneering season is just around the corner, he has refused to sign. Is the president actually doing the right thing? I think uh, it is obvious that uh, the president is not the right one. It's better in the next um, what is even more uh, troubling or disheartening is that the president 
president decides to just plan keep Nigeria, just ignore Nigeria. Because the, the posture that he has given over this matter is one of let's say disregard or a sense of an I don't care kind of posture. Or like I don't give uh, a damn a damn. And it is much more appalling, not just because this is somebody like this who has repeatedly cried over the way he was treated in the new previous election. And only recently he even said that's oh, an, an ambition of ensuring that the democratic processes are strengthened. And now this is the kind of posture putting up on a very critical bill like this a legacy defining bill it's appalling honestly it's appalling he's only writing his legacy in a way that he will remember and i hope he gets to understand that because no matter what it is even if he has committed we have communicated to the national assembly the fact that he didn't do that within the time frame is one thing the fact that he just totally blank on it and body language coming out of that place giving is one the, of giving Nigeria the impression that he's reluctant. He's reluctant and he doesn't consider this a big issue. A big issue. It's no, quite worrying. It's a very big issue. It is. That is why it is on the big issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolute. So it is really worrying that he gives a posture like that on this matter. But again, it also shows the way he regards the national assembly and maybe by uh, by reference or by to study the game it's nigerians it is appalling that he could afford to disregard the national assembly the way he has which further corroborates that notion that this national assembly in a robust time if there is ever a time that notion holds Substance, I think it is now. And I say that because if you look at the previous times he refused, he, he had to handle the electoral bill. We saw that in the last seven, three times he found it down. He didn't have to wait for the time to elapse before he took his position. Within the time frame, he was forced to take position because that that National Assembly was vibrant enough and could have undone him mm. and so it shows you that this national assembly mm. has really let nigeria down. if the president the executive can be treating them this way and it's not just about them now and that is where it's really painful these are the, the way the president treats them reflects the way they have represented nigeria, nigeria. which is very very important well, thank you, Chibuzo. Before we continue, let's just quickly take a short break. And then once we do that, we are hoping that uh, we are begin to send in their comments, which has actually helped in shaping the conversation on the big issue. Don't go offline. We'll be back in a moment. The Big Issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Welcome back. We are still on the big issue in leadership podcast. Of course, the big issue of the day is 
President Muhammadu Buhari's refusal to act on the electoral bill. Well, um, looks like an issue was here. The senators are threatening that if the president declines to sign that bill, we will overrule him. Most Nigerians are able to put their hands across their cheeks, wondering whether this National Assembly has participated. Can you provide the president's picture? Do you see that coming? Who will do it? Why will you say who will do it? The National Assembly. This National Assembly. Why will you say who will do it? This is let's hear what um, Chibuzo has to say in that yes, regard. Yes, I'm, I'm listening to it. I don't, I do not need to stretch it. <laughs> the way the president has treated them on this matter indicates the way the president has seen them. The president considers them an entrance spring of his administration. A robust stamp. Lawa. No, in fact, I think we should even elevate them more than the robust stamp. <laughs> because now it appears as if they are no. almost, uh, almost an Apache. Of the of the executive, you know, because it's it's the way the president has just treated them, it blanking them out the way he has done, clearly indicates that he doesn't consider them a I don't want to call them a doesn't consider them a an issue when it comes to the the, the, the governance uh, process of governance. Well, it's appalling. It's it's just appalling. One, two, this is the same Senate. Senate president has repeatedly said they are not going to do anything contrary to what the president wants. That he's ready to do the president's bidding. So what can you expect that anything contrary will come out of this? This is the same Senate. About uh, a couple of days ago, a report came out of the Senate that they are not ready to do anything that is going to, they are not ready to go to war. There was an expression that was that they are going to abide by what the president's position of this So I don't see, I will be pleasantly surprised. Let me use that word. If I, if this National Assembly decides to override the president of this. Yes, it's true. Before I know you are just too eager to respond to um, Chibuzo, but let's look at it. Any belief that the National Assembly lacked that political president was to this. You know why? Imagine. Yesterday in Bombay State, where the Senate president was commissioning some project, and between commissioning, inaugurating, and then handing over some bikes, brought by another senator in the state to um, indigenous of the state. The Senate president said, like, the, the National Assembly, as it is, is not ready to shift ground when it has to be supporting the president. That is the leadership. And you see, when you talk of the idea of the National Assembly, the lawmaker saying they will override the president, that is talking of some members of the National Assembly. And there's no face to it. Nobody has openly come up and said it on record, public record, that they're going to override the president. All of them talk from the shadows. Most of the people making a storm out of the tickle at the National Assembly are just the opposition. They are not shadows and the rest. They are, they are not shadows. And you think that it appears this national the, assembly... The Senate president, president that made that statement, the statement was not based on the electoral view. And when it comes to voting, the Senate president only has one vote. That is if he is going to vote. He only has one vote. And let me tell you, this national assembly, if they are determined to pass this electoral bill, and the Senate president will want to stand on the way, 
they may impeach him expressly because this bill is very crucial to the electoral process. This bill is something that most of the National Assembly members want it to be low because they believe that it will give them independence and any other Nigerians to aspire for every office that they want to aspire. The, the, the academical attitude of the president to communicate to Nigerians concerning this bill may be coming from external forces. We have seen a leak letter or a leak memo of the minister of um, uh, uh, the attorney general of the federation and the minister of justice where he was advising the president because of uh, indirect primary. Are we thinking, all right, direct primary is even cheaper than the indirect primary. What are we talking about? We are in a digital area, era where political parties should have a register of their members online, where one person can take control and take meaning for every arrangement of in of direct primaries that the party will be will be uh, will will, be, will do without any expenses involved. So what are we talking about? It, it was because or it is because these politicians who always believe in using money to manipulate the process are thinking that okay if it is direct primaries how much will I how much am I going to spend in every local government? And all the members. And all the so you can see their thinking. Instead of the delegates. Yes. So they are not thinking. Delegates will willingly go and vote for the person they want. So that is why I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that these people who are uh, opposing this bill, you know, they don't want our electoral process to, to progress because they have always been manipulating the process and it is not easy for them to just allow that manipulation to stop. And I can assure you that the National Assembly members, the, 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 the opposition uh, leader in the House of Representatives, uh, in the D, Olumelu, have already made it public that they are ready to override the president. And some senators who are of the APC have told me privately That's that what they are ready to overriding the president. Why don't they put their names on record? They can't put their name on record because this issue because they are is of interest. Because of, they do not have the guts to do this. It's, not, it's not about having the guts. The reason why Lumelu is doing this is because he knows that it's an opposition. Because this is going to throw partisan party line. Don't forget. No. This is how this thing is going to end up at the end of the day. Where yeah. is going? Yes. The yeah. only people speaking up now, trying to be like confrontation about this whole thing. Now, apart from Illuminati, you have, you have like, you mentioned, because it's not the APC. Other, the place is dominated by APC lawmakers. How many of them will have the guts to look the president in the eye? Actually, now that they know that the body language of the president does not seem to align with... with is it about me? Wait, sorry, 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 sorry. How many of them will be bold enough to so take that book by the hand? Critical issue and just example. For instance, now, we know very well that the president might be doing the biddings of the, 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 the governors. governors. Both the governors under the platform of the governing party and the opposition party. And then look at the whole issue borders on the bill, the mode of primaries. PDP said it will not interfere in the issue about the president's assent to it. And you see from PDP's reaction yesterday, the, the, I think PDP was a bit indifferent about it. And of course, it's like that the opposition party too is not too comfortable with the idea of direct primaries. Well, if it's just like the ruling, the, the, opposition, the opposition party has been clear that they do not support yes. the legislation on 
how parties must, must conduct their elections. That is where they start. That is where the problem lies. Now that even the political parties are somewhat ambassadors, yeah. they made up for the what do you think will be the way for Because I think this is coming mainly from the governors who know very well that people will betray their power. And let me tell you, this particular issue of these direct primaries or no direct primaries and the president that sent it to the people is a direct war between the federal lawmakers and the governors. And at the end of the day, the president is caught in the web and in the middle there. And that is why that this would have afforded the president an opportunity to stamp his name to go. If only to do, see, this is it. He's leaving the the, the seat. This is an opportunity for him to sign his legacy and say, "I'm I'm, I'm attending to this deal." Mm. And everybody go back and ensure that we win just before you march wherever I want to The debate about direct and indirect and uh, all of that is is neither here nor there. They have their good sides. They have their bad sides. Um, whichever way you look at it, is the how the parties. Operators of this of the mode of uh, primaries is not to make clear distinction. We've seen direct primaries in this country. We saw the one what played out in Onamba only recently. We saw what played out in Lagos and Kano and all of those places. And we saw the disaster that came out of it. We've, we've, we are very much with in con, uh, conversant with, with the fraud that plays out in the delegate system. It's a fraudulent process, <laughs> the indirect thing. But at the end of the day, it comes back to who operates the system. So that, whether you use this or that, you know, it's it's neither here nor there. The debate can it's go on forever. Just about the legal framework. The, 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 the debate can go on forever. However, the issue on ground now is not so much about whether uh, they want to do direct or direct. It's for me, there's a critical component in that deal which appears might suffer because of the debate around this whole issue of direct and indirect and the president's refusal to append the signature to this and that is an electronic registration that is the singular most critical thing in that deal and not that's the, the the mode of primary this is the most the, this is the very critical and fundamental part of that deal that shouldn't be allowed to do. And if you watch the trajectory of the debate so far, for me, I would almost want to believe those who think the whole debate about direct and indirect primary was snuck in there to kill that whole process. You know, I am one of those who might be akin to that. Thank God, uh, uh, Iraq in Akwaibom uh, has, has also so hinted at that. Because it doesn't make any sense. How could this one singular issue dominate all of that discussion. And don't forget, before now, the electronic transmission thing was the major contentious issue in this big. Yes. And now and suddenly that we have crossed that part here. Suddenly they're stalking this one. And now they're having to be Because Isua is that about she presidential spokesman said in China's television yesterday that the president will communicate on Tuesday that we should vote for the National Assembly on Tuesday. So what are you expecting? At the National Assembly tomorrow. Well, they have not forget that they even they even had to delay the passage of the budget till mm. this week, which is why they didn't even go to the I'm, I'm, sus I'm suspecting the presidency because if they are saying that the president will communicate on Tuesday, when they they, they had Monday today mm. to communicate, mm. so who knows when they are going to communicate on Tuesday? Mm. They may communicate in the evening when the National Assembly have already. Uh, close their, their city. 
So you see, the presidency is complicit of what is happening. And if this communication comes in the morning, then the National Assembly may take a critical decision that very Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, um, that is the more you can take for the big issue of the day. Thank you for keeping tab with us out there. And of course, you've heard it all. The president's refusal to assent to the Electoral Act Amendment Bill. Well, the issue is still at stake. Events are unfolding. Tomorrow, the National Assembly will be sitting. And as they sit, let's wait and see what happens. And of course, I will not fail to thank our in-house analysts for doing a very wonderful job on addressing the big issue. Join us sometime tomorrow for another edition of this program. Have a wonderful day. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.